Ace Podcast. Weird. It smells like patchouli in here. You know why? Because you got patchouli all up in here. Because it's Black Friday, man. What is it? What, Black Friday and patchouli are yes. synonymous with each other? Yeah, Black Friday. You can get good deals on, on patchouli on the Black what? Friday. Well, whatever. Hey, you know what? What? All that really matters is we're here and we're weird. You know what else matters? Is that our new logo? We're here. Our new <laughs> we're slogan. here. We're, we're here weird. and we're weird. And we're not going away. Uh, hey, this is Craig. Hey, my name is Aaron. And, and this is the Weird Podcast. And we were talking about patchouli a minute ago because Aaron the hippie over here <laughs> has got a bottle of patchouli. And he goes, hey, man, you want to try this patchouli? It's, <laughs> it's, it's relaxing. It. It's calming. He was like a hippie. It's calming. Long-time man. listeners will remember that we've had this exact conversation so, before. So, well, good. Refresher course. And it's, so, see, it, it's so a wintertime thing for me. Well, so I put the patchouli, like he said, I, like, I put the patchouli on my wrist. He goes, you're rubbing your wrist. Yeah. And then now I take a whiff of it, and my, and my allergies <laughs> kick in, and I can't talk. Whatever. Like, uh, so if you happen to get a little uh, aroma of patchouli in this uh, podcast You're today, welcome. You, you are welcome. You are welcome. Hey, the Lee Berry Studios is awfully quiet tonight. Well, it it's... Um, We're the only ones in here other than the staff. Well, post-holiday. That must be it. Post-holiday. Yeah. And between now... Yeah, something's happening. Oh, nice. You fixed it. Okay, good. Do you think we should even fix Have that? Have a little hummage. Do you think we should even fix that? Nah, we'll leave that in there. I think we'll leave it. You know what? You know what? Technical, it, technical it, difficulties. It keeps us real. Yeah. People aren't... The thinking. funny thing is we both noticed the hum at the same time. Well, yeah. Listeners may not even notice it. Well, you know, if you hear the hum, the hum is gone. The hum cannot hurt you anymore. Don't, don't fear the hum. Don't fear the hum. <laughs> hey, hey, it's Friday. It's Black Friday. Which is a very racist thing of you to say. If you're out shopping today, uh, go ahead and throw your earbuds in. And, and, and that way nobody will bother you in the stores. You can just listen to weird. Please, people, don't poop in dryers. No, no. We've had that story before. And I almost rack, racked up a few extra black friday stories but i figure you know what if you want to hear the black friday stories go back to last year's and uh enjoy our black friday episode well that's really generous of you i'm not going to give you any (laughs) new stories go once you go listen to the old ones okay we brought you the old ones last year and you won't even use them here's the thing um we are the weird news podcast bringing you the best and weird news coverage we've covered that if you have not left a review for us on itunes or Or if you've not left or facebook or (laughs) whatever just left please do so please leave us a review as our holiday gift from you that actually helps us a whole lot. Yeah, if you would just tell everybody, uh, yeah, yeah, there, sh- spread there, the word. There's, there's really, there's really nothing in it for you. Tell your family, other tell your than friends. just feeling good about yourself. <laughs> and email me. Maybe I'll send you a sticker or something. He might. Yeah, you know. I don't know how he's going to email. <laughs> I, don't know how do he's, I don't know how he's going to email you, you a sticker. If you but, want a okay. sticker. <laughs> If you want a sticker uh text me or message me on facebook and sticker uh, rhymes with snickers and send me your now address I want i'm angry you a sticker so it's friday black friday and it's movie review time. it's time for movie reviews and i actually watched keeping with my my current going back a my, bit. my current going back a bit uh last night i watched a really funny Tom Schulman movie who wrote the guy who wrote uh, What About Bob Dead Poets Society I love What Medicine About Bob Man, uh, a movie with Joe Pesci called Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag yes that's a great movie yeah so watch Loved that it. one last night and um, I'm going to give it five heads in a duffel bag <laughs> yeah, out of five out you of five liked it that much yeah I think I probably would too it's been a while since I've seen it because but even for any of its shortcomings it's uh, it's 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 Schulman and he's so good at what he does. I met his parents one time. Really? Did I ever tell you this story? No. So I go to a movie screening one time, and it was for one of his movies. I can't remember if it was What About Bob or whatever, but I, I was still working in the video industry. We sold to video stores, and I was around movies a lot. Yes. And I was at this movie 
um, screening, and his parents were there. And I remember saying to them, "Oh man, I'm a real fan of your son's. His, it's really I'm a love Dead Poets. It's one of my favorite movies." His dad got I don't know what felt like one inch in front of my face, excited, went, "Really? What do you like?" And I thought. <laughs> Man, I'm glad I know. <laughs> yeah, what if you just said, um... I said, man, I, what about Bob? I said, and I may have mentioned I, I had not seen Medicine Man, but I wanted to see that. But I knew his other movies. I didn't say just what about Bob. That might have been the movie we were there to see, but I said Dead Poets. And and uh, the guy, you could tell the guy was genuinely uh, proud. Good. His son was, And, you know, Dead Poets is loosely based on uh, MBA here in town, a boys' school. Yeah. It's loosely based on that. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, so he wrote and directed... Eight heads in a double bag. I didn't know he wrote and, it. And uh, yeah, oh, so he mainly—he's a writer, was what I know him from. But directing is the surprise for me because I don't know how much he's directed, but he's usually writing. And anyway, I act like I know what I'm talking about. But it was really good. And Joe Pesci is funny. It made me miss the fact that we don't see him anymore. Really, I miss him. I, I love everything he's ever been in. Pretty much. Um, it had. Um, oh, what's her face from Buffy the Vampire Slayer? The movie. Sarah. Uh, Christy Swanson. Was uh, it Christy Swanson? I don't know. I think it's Christy Swanson. No, you're thinking the TV show. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller. That's the TV show. Yeah. And um, uh, Diane Cannon. Diane Keaton. Diane Cannon. Oh. That's all I got. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it five yeah. heads in a duffel bag out of five heads in a duffel bag. That's because, a good rating Because right it's there. funny. It was different. Well, I didn't see any movies, but I started watching Homecoming. George Hamilton's also in it. George Hamilton's great. He's funny. Yeah. He's great. So you started watching uh, your old homecoming yeah, videos we from 1985. This, um, we discussed this some um, last Friday with Julia Roberts, um, and it's getting better. It's it's produced by the same people that did uh, uh, Mr. Robot, so it's kind of got a weird uh, weird feel to it. But it's really in- enjoyable. It's kind of mysterious, so I'll keep you posted on that. Uh, so far, it's pretty family friendly too. It's not not too bad. Well, uh, eight heads in a duffel bag is language. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mostly the English language, but yeah. it's also, uh, you know, not so family friendly language off and on throughout the whole thing. Well, right. quite a bit, but that's going around. If you just turn the sound down and just lip read, you might do better. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually really it's it's really good. But hey, let's talk about something important. Well, now that the Thanksgiving holidays are over for this year, Barely. much to my dismay. Uh, it's time. It's, you know what time it is. It's time to start giving gifts, Craig. It's the it's the gift giving time of year. And what, I wasn't sure you were going to be able to say that. What better gift than to gift someone? To give to someone? The gift of beautiful audio. Audio. Yes. 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 And, and then we're, not, we're no strangers to this. No, no. No. We, uh, Studio's kind of a regular with us around the holiday season. They're, they're very, uh, very generous to the Weird Podcast, and we really do appreciate it. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you can tell it or not, but I'm sporting my studio headphones. I could even, tell. Even I, as we they speak. They are very lovely. Been using them ever since I got them. Yep, but Studio yep. uh, makes great headphones and earbuds. Uh, they, you, you know, making earphones is still an art of craftsmanship when you're Studio. While machines have come a long way, humans still conquer machines every time. I'll well, take they a do. human they, over a machine actually, every time. At the factory, they have humans battling machines. <laughs> so the human eye cannot be fooled, and Studio has chosen to stay with handmade details for the most part of their production process. You know, you can call them old-fashioned, but they call it. You know what they call it, Craig? They call it craftsmanship. That's what they call it, yeah, craftsmanship. craftsmanship. Cutting-edge engineering techniques, elegant minimalistic designs. That's a good word for you. The primary elements embodied in Studio's portfolio. And they've got some beautiful earpieces. They've got they've got uh, little uh, things that detach, little, little caps that go on them. Yeah, I could change the caps on these. And yeah. they, even, they even offered to send us some more caps. I'm like, no thanks. And what's nice is that you're you're sporting the Regents, which, have, which are Bluetooth. Yes, they are. Over-the-ear Bluetooth. 
And what's neat is you currently have them plugged into the soundboard with the cable. With the cable, but yeah. you can unplug that cable Absolutely. and go hands free, sure wireless, whatever. To. So anyway, check out studio.com. And oh, and let's say they've also got wireless earbuds. Yes, they do. They've they got, have a full they've line. They've got wired earbuds, Bluetooth. Yep. yep. They've got, uh, I think they might even have some wired headsets, but they've got, like I said, they've got the Bluetooth that can also be used as wired. But as a gift to our listeners, they're given a 15% discount on, on their total purchase. That's right. And all you got to do is use the code WEIRDPOD. That's W-E-I-R-D-P-O-D. Just one word, WEIRDPOD. Uh, when you check out, you get 15% off everything. So check them out. Google, yeah. studio, Google Studio Google Headphones. Google Studio <laughs> And look at, look, just take a look at them. They make the perfect gift for everybody. And you if look, you can't remember the name, just remember Phil Collins. Su- 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 studio. All right, let's get right to it. Are you ready for this, sir? I am ready. Story. Parrot triggers emergency response with fire alarm impersonation. <laughs> so we <laughs> I have this, love parrots. So over in uh, Northamptonshire, you know where that is, right? Oh, sure. Okay, well, the yeah, fire. Right. Right, yeah, right. quite right. North, yeah. Northamptonshire. I come from over down there, the Wanda. The, 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 the what? <laughs> The we had fi- some biscuits for breakfast. The f- the, what? Yeah. The fire. And, what? what? <laughs> the fire and rescue service attended the property uh, that was over at Windsor Close. Yeah, Windsor Close. They're never open. They're right next to Windsor Open. I don't know if you knew Correct. that. Correct. Yeah. Around three point forty-five p.m. <laughs> three dot. <laughs> three dot. They were notified of an alarm uh, by an alarm company uh, that they thought there were multiple act- activations of a smoke alarm on the property. And so when they got there, they found out that um, although that the smoke alarms had gone off, yeah. there was no fire. No, but the there smoke, was a, had the smoke alarms actually gone off? No, it was a parrot. <laughs> he was making the smoke alarm sound. He was mimicking sound. the alarm. And so anyway, this uh, <laughs> commander, commander Norman James said, or in properties, uh, smoke alarms are monitored by an alarm receiving company. When an alarm is activated, they endeavor to make... They can't say they make an effort. They endeavor <laughs> to make contact And they with, spell it funny when they yes, talk, too. Uh, endeavor. To make, to make contact with the resident to establish whether there is a fire or if it is a false activation. False activation. On this occasion, it appears that while the monitoring, monitoring company were on the phone to the householder, they could hear a continued alarm in the back ground and notified the fire service as a precaution hey, <coughs> false activation would be a great band name don't you think good band name Ladies false, activation. false activation yes. let them hear you yes <laughs> when we arrived at the property or the house the homeowner assured us there was no fire uh, and um, we had checked and cleaned the smoke alarms to try to prevent further activation <laughs> yeah, did they clean yes. the parrot I'm getting to that. Uh, <laughs> while we were doing this, we could still hear the alarm in the background and soon realized it was an African gray. <laughs> it was a parrot in the air. <laughs> it was quite jolly, the parrot back there. Uh, Jazz was his name, continuing to do his excellent impression of a smoke alarm. It suddenly made the crew smile, and although it was a false alarm because there was no actual fire, we were thankful that the householder and two of his parrots, Jazz and Kiki, was safe. Jazz and Kiki. You know, have you ever been around an African African gray parrot often? Uh, no, not often. Often or ever? Well, Sarah and I and James used to, well, especially me and Sarah, we used to go visit this African gray parrot uh, at a local pet store. Oh, that's a long trip. Yeah. And this thing and I bonded. And, and Mojo was his name. And Mojo, when I walked in the door, he would start dancing. And when I walked away, he would scream. <laughs> yeah. He would scream. Want me I back. like the little conures, whatever they're called. The little, they're like a smaller little 
parrot type little bird with all the colors and they're silly. They walk up, yes. crawl around upside down. A lot of down videos of them. those on 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 the yeah. YouTubes. On the YouTubes. Yeah, but Mojo and the lariats. Uh, Mojo, see the I would have bought, uh, but he was four digits. You know, four digits. Were they all together? <laughs> yes, they were, with the comma in, in there somewhere. All right, headline is, I hope you already got yours, Craig, because Whataburger stocking stuffer sells out in 24 hours. You love a Whataburger. Oh, actually, I know you. someone sent me this the other day, and they had socks and some other stuff, and I put it away. I laughed, ha-ha, and then <laughs> forgot all about <laughs> it. Forgot I forgot about it. I didn't know that it was a limited edition thing. Whataburger is expecting another delivery of Christmas sweaters after the first batch sold out within 24 hours on its online store. The company announced on its website that they expect another delivery by December 5th. So just this week, you uh, may be able to get yourself a Whataburger uh, sweater. The company said the sweaters first went on sale Wednesday and sold out Thursday morning. People have been clamoring for the products on social media. Literally, all I want for Christmas is that Whataburger Christmas sweater, said one Twitter user. Someone please make it happen. Other holiday offerings include a Whataburger-themed table tent. What's that? What's Oh, a table tent. Uh, it's like the little things you see at restaurants that advertise stuff. Okay. And Whataburger Christmas ornaments. The sweaters, which are 100% acrylic and machine washable, are selling for $42.99. It shows off the classic Whataburger logo along with the 24-hour sign. The sweater is perfect for any holiday occasion, including eating at Whataburger. <laughs> In Florida, I, I don't have the fancy sound board. I have to put it up to the microphone. Yeah, you cheating. Well, I'm pr- trying to get all of our sounds back on we the show. Oliver, Oliver who? I'm trying to get all... Of our sounds back on the show, but someone Please on the other side, some more. someone on this show, another co-host, will not take the sounds and start utilizing them well, again. Well, you're speaking of Oliver Twist. 73-year-old takes meth <laughs> to <laughs> no, the doctor. To the doctor, I'm yes. not done yet. Go ahead, read it. I'm going to start over. 73-year-old takes meth to the doctor to make sure it's okay. See, if you wouldn't interrupt. I didn't interrupt. If I want to be interrupted. The way you said it, the 73-year-old takes meth. Look, That's terrible. Look, I don't second-guess the way you read the news. Don't second-guess the way I read the news. <laughs> Listen, mister. It's Black Friday. We could actually fight. Okay, so there's a woman in her 70s, okay? Yeah. You ready for this? Yes. She's accused of taking her methamphetamines to the doctor. Quit sniffing your wrist. <laughs> to be tested because she became worried about the drug's effect on her. Um, Barbara oh, yeah. Lee Ray. You know, that's that's a good thing to be worried about. 73 years old, old enough to know better. Yeah. Way. From Florida, ask her doctor if he'd run some tests on the meth because she was concerned about it doing her harm. Sure. Wouldn't you be? She said she'd been using the drugs for you know about a month. <laughs> that's not funny, So Craig. authorities authorities say that, you know, she went to this uh, Complete Care Family Medicine Associates. That's kind of like Doc in the Box, right? Couldn't possibly come up with a longer name for their sign. <laughs> Is that kind of like the Sidewalk Docs? It's, it's the CCFMA. Yeah. Oh, yes, it's exactly like that, Doc yeah. in a Box. Yeah. She went back in November to have it tested, and they said, okay, sure. <laughs> we'll and test it came it. back positive. This is where her problems really started. She was arrested, and, and she was booked in jail in, in, in Polk County on two counts of drug possession. Well, she should have been. And granny. two counts of drug paraphernalia. Possession and of that. Granny should know better than to mess with meth or even, especially take it You'll to a get, doctor. You will get yourself in a big meth. <laughs> anyway, she was She's released. All she, up. Was, she was released two days after visiting the doctor. Wow. She's all methed up and don't know what to do. 
Headline is, man sues British Airways for sitting him next to a fat passenger. Now, first of all, Craig, you would think, what a jerk. You know, just sit there and... and you mean for the fat passenger to sit next to him? No. But he actually has a case here. A holiday maker who is suing British Airways for 10,000 francs, or whatever that is. Francs? Uh, pounds, whatever. Has told the court... Oh, that's pounds. You, he he you, was you injured. Nutball. Start that over. He, he was you're injured. You're talking about... Wait, stop. <laughs> he you're, talk, was you're talking about Britain and you think it's francs? He was injured... Francs? ...after being forced to squeeze into a seat next to an obese man who was the size of Jonah Lomu. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's a soccer player. Uh, no, uh, a rugby player, I think. Stephen Prosser, age 51, claims he sur- suffered personal injury and loss of earnings after being made to sit next to a large passenger during a full 12-hour flight from Bangkok to Heathrow. That's a long flight sitting next to anybody. On Friday... He is a New Zealand rugby union player. Yeah. On Friday, Pontypribb County Court heard the civil engineer claim cabin crew ignored his complaints... That he would be injured. That's another good band name. Cabin, cl- cabin, cabin crew. crew. Cabin Crew. Yeah, Cabin Crew would be good. We've already what? had one tonight, though. Uh, that he would be injured if forced to sit next All right, uh, let's get something straight here. All right, I started the band name thing. If I want to have two. Who says? I did. <laughs> forced to sit I'm taking next, back your 3D print that I gave you. <laughs> next to an extremely large passenger who he described as being six foot four inches and weighing approximately 22 stone. That's weird how they, they measure weight by stone. Yes. How much do you think the Rolling Stones weigh in stones? I don't know because I don't understand the, I don't either. the scale. Prosser, who's only 5'3", what's wrong with that? Said he was that Plenty. large that he had to force his buttocks between the armrest of his seats. He sat with his knees wedged against the seat in front, and the rest of his body was overspilling into my seat by some inches. So this man was so, uh, what's the word, obese, I guess you would say. He was spilling over from his seat into this man's seat. That's 308 pounds. Goodness gracious. I was immediately aware that this was going to be problematic for me, and I could feel the weight of his pure bulk putting lateral pressure on my upper body. This forced me into a position of unnatural posture. Due to the size of him... When he placed his arms down, at times it would rest on my armrest, and he would accidentally turn the volume of my audio up to an extremely loud volume each time. He said he chose not to take issue with the passenger because he beat the pulp out of him. Uh, he seemed, and the passenger seemed self-conscious. Easy for you to say. But did complain to the cabin crew, who allegedly told him there were no other seats available on the fully booked 777 flight. You know, it's a Boeing 777. So wait, hold on. So are they? is he expecting that every time they book an entire plane they are supposed to ask everyone for their weight and they do here you know if you're if you're over a certain amount here in america you have to pay for two seats but they put you you get two seats you get two seats yeah. i just don't know how this is i think if anything the guy just needs to like suck in or something is that possible 12 hour flight that's a long way. <laughs> yeah, 12 hours he was cramped and squished maybe you could lean over and use the guys like a great big pillow a pillow Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. Hopefully, things will turn out well. But I do think uh, 12 hours is a long flight to be next to. 12 hours is anywhere to be captured yes. that long. Hey, naked home invader sends fruit basket to apologize. To who? I guess to the person's home, the person at the home. Oh, okay. This is from Tempe, Arizona. There was a naked man allegedly uh, who, who allegedly was involved and attacked a family next door to him. But then he sent him a fruit basket to apologize. Tempe police said that uh, they arrested Desmond Michael Drakes. Oh, that Drakes boy. Yeah. Old, old Mickey Drake's son. Yeah. Uh, 28, uh, that's how old he was, after he allegedly broke into his neighbor's home near 
uh, Price and Baseline Roads. They said uh, Drakes was naked <laughs> when he invaded the house and fought with the residents. He reportedly punched and kicked a teenager in the home and attacked an adult woman before he basically started punching hole in drywall. Oh, God. Punching holes everywhere. He was found shortly uh, uh, later, right after it all happened at his home next door, and resisted arrest. And they finally tased <laughs> oh, him. No. They tased him. But hey, while he don't was in, tase me, bro. Yeah, while he was in the Stony Lonesome, you know, the big house. <laughs> yeah, the court old. documents. Yeah, yeah, the the Gray Bar Motel. Right. They the the documents show that he was giving given an injunction against harassment by the family. The pokey. All of the above. The slammer. He reportedly uh, violated that injunction a week later when he sent a fruit basket <laughs> to the family. I'm so sorry. I ran naked into your house and busted up your drywall. That's right. He told the Have police. A banana. He 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 told the police he sent the basket as an apology. Um, he's been charged with indecent exposure and criminal trespassing. Oh boy. Oh, this is a this story's about Frank. <laughs> Headline is, Pensacola man arrested for barging into home seeking someone to fight him. I wonder if this is the same guy that sent the fruit basket. I don't know. You know, Frank is always in Pensacola. Yeah, and barging into homes. Right. And looking for fights. Yep. A drunken shirtless man allegedly barged into several Pensacola homes looking for a fight before running into a fence and knocking himself out, the police said. Christopher Doyle Norman. He was age 32. So he's about four years older than your uh, naked burglar. This guy was arrested about, Tuesday night. He's a few years older than me. And they got him for a, a number of offenses, including home invasion, battery. He had, he must have had some batteries. Maybe he stole some batteries. Might have, them, might have. Burglary, larceny. Criminal mischief. Uh, he allegedly began his rampage by kicking open a gate, approaching a woman who was sitting outside her mobile home and punching her in the side of the head. What is wrong with people? And she's just sitting there enjoying the Florida weather. Christopher Doyle Norman, you are 32. Straighten up. We you will know, shut this Florida down. We will. He allegedly then damaged a ladder. I think, sure, I think Florida shut itself down a few weeks ago. And then he moved. Oh, yeah. Then he moved on to, to the next door house. Or the next home. door house? Yeah. There, he allegedly fell through the open front door. Uh, one of the people that lived there grabbed a hammer. and <laughs> It's hammer time. And ordered Norman to leave. He allegedly left the trailer park, but he was still yelling that he'd come back and burn that trailer down, Craig. I will come back and burn I this trailer back, down. Yep. So then he went to an uh, apartment complex. He wasn't done yet. He's, he had a full night ahead of him and began knocking on apartment doors. Knock, knocking on apartment doors. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When Ooh, the resident answered. Knock, knocking on apartment doors. Hey, 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 hey. That was the uh, Guns N' Roses version. Oh, nice. Yeah. A shirtless Norman allegedly began yelling uh, that he wanted this resident to fight him. This was when he was at the apartments. Uh, when the resident closed and locked the door, this guy began ramming the door with his shoulder, causing damage to the door and the frame. Next, he goes to another residence, where he walked in through the closed but unlocked door and began yelling for the apartment's two male occupants to fight him. Wow. They should have beat the tar out of him. He allegedly began chasing the victims around a table and unable to catch them through a lamp at them. But Was he, he missed. Salt? <laughs> he must have been. So next, you know what he did? He grabbed a slice of pizza. <laughs> so they just had pizza lying there. Well, it was just two two bachelors living. I'm sure they had pizza all over the place. Yeah, that's common knowledge. Bachelors, even if they're not yes. hungry, have pizza that's lying everywhere. Before chasing one of the victims into a bedroom and snatching a landline phone from the victim who was attempting to call the police, 
Norman allegedly Wait, was Sting or uh, Stewart. Stewart, yeah, Stewart, yeah. yeah. Well, you know they would never call. They never ever ever oh. call Andy Andy Summers. You know what I got this week? I got synchronicity. I know, I know the story. Vinyl. You got vinyl. And and the, the guy, blue one, the blue one, the blue one. When I was buying it, the guy slid it out of the sleeves to check this out. Held it up to the light. Blue he, vinyl. He, he broke your record. No, check, he check didn't. This out, this sounds great. Anyway, Norman chased this man outside uh, of his own apartment complex before running into a chain fence, knocking it down, and passing out on top of it. Deputies around arrived and found Norman unresponsive. Uh, he was definitely under the influence of something, probably alcohol. The woman who was punched in the head, by the way, she declined to be uh, transported to the hospital, though she told deputies she had a brain tumor and would need thorough medical examination. I, I wonder if she thought she got a brain tumor from his punch or... I like the fact that it said he made he allegedly made vague threats. Yeah, I'll I'll walk over there <laughs> and I, you know what I'll do. You, something. I'll, I'll something will happen. Yeah. you watch. You just wait unless you come out here and fight me. Hey, let's get to something really good here. Oh yeah, rude McDonald's customer in Japan yeah. undergoes police probe. <laughs> The smell of patchouli. Ah, do the food patchouli. So a customer, it's just gonna keep going for like an hour. It's gonna keep going. It's not going for an hour. Is it almost over yet? So a customer who threw food at a worker at a McDonald's drive-in in Ulsan underwent police questioning on charges of assault. Um, he said he'd like to sincerely apologize. I sincerely apologize to the part-time worker for his behavior. Can I have my bugger back, please? They said the 49-year-old uh, customer, whose name is Kim, oh. was questioned for about an hour. Um, <laughs> during the questioning, Kim said he got angry when his food came <laughs> what, out. What they ask him? <sighs> Do you throw bugger? Don't ask me no more questions. Why you throw bugger? <clears throat> he got angry when his food came out as a single item uh, when he ordered a set menu or a meal. Oh, I see. And so he, was, he's like, I want number two. Uh, large size with Mountain well, he's Dew. He's full of number two, obviously. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna be him. You be the cashier. Okay. I want number two. I want large fry with root beer. Uh, uh, okay, sir. So, uh, you burger, but I uh, just a burger with my large <laughs> fry root beer. Uh, so if you just wait a moment, you'll fry. You'll fry be ready in just a moment. <coughs> that tears my throat up. <laughs> so anyway, he got angry when he was being questioned. Um. When his food came out as a single item, when he ordered, you know, the 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 meal, the yeah. combo, he won number and two. it was fueled by uh, his accumulated stress from work. So basically, he became oh, they work Michael Douglas in Falling <laughs> yeah, Down. I love that movie. He claimed uh, he threw the bag of food, but did not know it hit the the person's face. He denied that he swore at them. Um, I know swear. And then everybody at the everybody on the other side of the counter said he did when he threw the bag. He was swearing. Uh, they booked him for assault, and police are trying to figure out uh, if, if they want to add the charge that he inflicted injury on someone. Um, but they've got to wait and see if the victim gives them a a, hel- a hospital record. Um, How rude of them to book him for assault when he didn't even get his fries? No, no. And that, and sometimes they don't even come assault on them. I know. So anyway, the part timer has been uh, they've been receiving psychological counseling since oh, the incident. I, I got hit by a bugger. Um, it hit me on the head. So the assault was also recorded by a dash cam. Oh, good. In the car behind him. Oh yeah, it was at the drive-thru. And they posted the footage on, uh, online. Um, and it's called. You know what? The, you know what that did when they posted it? No. Caused public outrage. Did it really? They showed Kim throwing the bag of food at the drive-through worker and just leaving. 
Um, well, the kids should have picked it up and had dinner. Along with the footage, the driver wrote, my, my wife and I, who were waiting behind him, was stunned <laughs> uh, by the behavior and work was quiet. What, what? The behavior and the worker was crying after the incident. This is not a charade. <laughs> he hit me in the eye with a nugget. He claimed, Kim claimed there was a mistake in the order and the company said there wasn't. The, the driver ha- handed the footage over to the store manager. They filed a complaint and the McDonald's legal, uh, I guess out of Korea. Um, oh, North Korea? Mm, probably not. Took over and uh, started the legal procedure. Um, I was going to file a lawsuit myself. After receiving the veil footage and hospital records, <laughs> but McDonald's Korea headquarters contacted me and they said they would institute legal proceedings with me. The worker wrote on the online community, "What I have experienced happens often. <laughs> Does Please it? tweet workers with respect. So such a thing will not happen again." People just throwing fast food all over Japan. I'd also try harder to carry out my duty. Uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah, plan. don't leave that there. Yeah, don't leave the duty. <laughs> Carry on the that out for sure. And this isn't this isn't uh, Tim Hortons. <laughs> I don't plan on quitting my part time <laughs> job here. Uh, I'm a bit afraid uh, that such a thing could happen again, <laughs> and I do not know why I sound like a Mexican now. But like all the other workers in the service industry, Senor. I'll brace myself. She says. Yeah. <laughs> Headline is we kind of got a food theme going. This should have been last week's episode for Thanksgiving. Headline is, Iceland's president admits he went a little too far when he threatened to ban pineapple pizza. Who's got a problem with that? I love pineapple pizza. I don't pizza. mind it. I mean, if, like, I'm, if I'm in the right mood for it, a ham and pineapple. Lori, darn it. She has to have pineapple on her I've pizza. i that here. Do if, you really? if you would just add this. She orders pepperoni with pineapple. She puts pineapple on all her pizzas. What happened? What's wrong with your soundboard? Well, the problem is I'm not looking at the soundboard. I'm turning it towards you. <laughs> Mine, I don't have to do that. <laughs> Okay, that's good. Nearly two years after the president of Iceland drew Canada's ire after his disparaging comments about pineapple pizza, Johansson says he regrets his off-the-cuff remarks. This all happened when he was visiting a local high school in February of 2017. Johansson responded to a student's question David about, Johansson? No, about pizza by saying he was fundamentally opposed to the fruit topping and that he would like to ban it. And that just makes me mad. Why Why would he feel like this was his job to do? Well, exactly. And so this whole what thing. Is he, was he president? It, yeah. Well, actually, he is. This whole thing sparked international debate about the so-called Hawaiian pizza, the invention of Southern Ontario. I like how you felt the need to do the air quotes. But no one, I'm the only one who can see you do it. Sam Panopoulos. And Sam died in 2017, but he was 82. So he had a good long life. Uh this is Canada, eh? So that's like where the influence was. This was sort of, yeah, got the better of me, eh? Johansson told, as it happens, host Carol Off during an interview for the show's 50th anniversary in which he reflected on his divisive saga. Like, I went a, I went a step too far, eh? Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, 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 Trudeau weighed in at the time, issuing a tweet in which he declared, him, well, what did he declare, Craig? I don't know. <laughs> My, my page just kind of vanished on me where he declared himself a member of hashtag team pineapple and stated his support for this delicious southwestern ontario creation how can they i guess i don't know who created it maybe they did but i thought you know it was kind of italian thing or hawaiian i, I don't know i i don't know i think that 
basically, I wore, I wore my voice out. I can't even do that now. You can't do Doug now? I, I don't know, man. I just lost it. You know, after that old Javi Fiestine thing last week. Oh, that's right. I'm glad that's over. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. You're going to love this list. Top 10 music artists with at least eight number one hits. Oh, wow. What? All right. This will be fun. <laughs> Top 10 music artists with at least eight number one hit albums in Austria. <laughs> get down. Get down. Get, the, get, get down to the record store. Get down. Get to the chopper with your albums. Get to the chopper. So, number 10. He's got the cassette tape. Get down. Number 10, Christina Strumer. Str- Strumer. I, lo- I got Strumer. all her albums. Oh, wait, you did this on purpose. <laughs> Number nine, and I'm not making this up. Wiener Philharmoniker. <laughs> That's his name. His name is Wiener Philharmoniker. Number nine. <laughs> Top ten music artists. Oh, with you got it worse than me. <laughs> with at least eight number one hit albums. Go slow with this in one. Austria. Number eight. <laughs> This is, this is a top ten list I can get behind, all right? Erste Algamine first not wrong. Something. <laughs> number seven of the top ten music artists with at least eight number one hit albums in Austria. Reinhard Fendrick. <laughs> number six. Oh, this is easy. Madonna. <laughs> number five, Bon Jovi. Number four, top ten music artists with at least eight number one hit albums in Austria, Robbie Williams. Number three, Herbert Grunmeyer. Hey, you did good. Number two, Falco. Remember him? Yeah. What was his? Putting on the wrist. Yeah. Or was that Taco? Was that Taco? No, that was Taco. Crap, what was Falco? Uh, Falco had a... Now I gotta look it up. Was it... It wasn't One Night in Bangkok, was it? That might have been it. No, I thought that was the guy from ABBA. No! Now, now we're wait, Now we're making the Falco. Wait. Falco, what was his hit? Falco's hit was dun dun dun. It's coming up. Wait for it. Rock me Amadeus. Oh, dun dun. Rock me Amadeus. Number one, dun, top dun, ten music artist with at least eight number one hit albums in Austria. You too. Me too. You too. All right. I love you too. <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> that's nice. Right, okay. Well, Craig, Black Friday, you you getting ready to head out and get some shopping done? No. You not? No. Uh, I have no money. That's true. This podcast, you think we drive expensive cars making this podcast. <laughs> yes. But uh, Actually, right now, you are driving an expensive car. Right now, thanks to the wreck I had last week, I'm driving a really nice 2018 Chevy Malibu. Have they totaled your Prius yet? No, they're not going to either. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. You're the worst friend ever. <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening to Weird. Hey, at least when I've got my Prius... I'm driving it, unlike you. <laughs> Whose car are you in tonight? I'm in my boy's car. I got right, James's right, car tonight. Right, 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 right. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Weird. Oh, wait, this is the end of the show. Yeah, All right. Save, save it for the podcast. So we're out of here now. Hey, listen, check out uh, studio.com. Use the code WEIRDPOD for 15% off your order. And uh, start listening to some tunes. Buy some for your friends. We didn't mention how affordable they are. Oh, they're super affordable. They super. sound better than the very expensive ones. Very, very good. Happy right. Black Friday. That is so racist.